Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Star Wars Hangout. The best Star Wars Hangout in the galaxy. Hey, Star Wars fans, welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm Ez. And I'm Lottie. And friends, we're back with Ahsoka season finale, The Jedi, The Witch, and The Wardrobe, also known as The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. You said a wardrobe in the first title, too. Doggone it. <laughs> well, we're keeping it. It's The Warlord. My bad. <laughs> no, the, the Narnia parallels, we are going to talk about them. They run deeper than you know. Deeper than any article that you've seen online just so you guys know. Okay. And so I want to put that out there. Uh, stick with me. I have theories and thoughts out the wazoo. I've got a timeline pulled up. I've got bullet points. I've got the whole nine yards. We just finished watching it. It's Wednesday afternoon, and I avoided all the spoilers other than one. Uh, shout out to Mandalorian Jedi who got through to me, but all he said <laughs> was, essentially, this felt like a mid-season finale. Like, we're actually in the middle of a season, right? Yeah. Not not necessarily. And in Rebels, that's what it was. You had yeah. 20 episodes and you had yeah. that mid-season, yeah. you know, kind of uh, uh, climax. And so now we're, I mean, my gosh, I just, I, I want more. Before we dive into everything, this is full spoilers. Uh, we're going to bounce back and forth here and talk about our initial thoughts, our feelings. How do we feel after just have watched, just have watched, just have watching, just <laughs> How do we feel after just have what have we done? What's we, the uh watch the episode. What how do we feel after watching the episode? Okay. Uh you want to start or you want me to start? I can start. I okay. can just give, give me a little... give, give me your thoughts. Yeah. Uh I had fun watching it. Like you said, it felt it was not like a grand finale like, you know, some might have expected. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But at the same time we knew all that could happen really in this short for short air quote 40 minute episode was that they would go back to our galaxy what is our galaxy even called the galaxy it's where just everything called, takes place in star wars called, the uh, galaxy the galaxy yes. right so um <laughs> thrawn is back there um but I, you mentioned rebels and this felt for me more than ever like an episode of rebels yeah okay just live action because it was so good though to see ezra see Hera again and and yeah. you know who chopper reco- yeah chopper recognized him gosh um that yeah. was cool yeah. and also i was surprised that sabine stayed behind i didn't think that was gonna happen so yeah i know sabine right and ahsoka and now we understand why it had to happen because mm-hmm. that's that's i was wondering the whole time sorry to bring this up real quick go, my no, quick reaction go, but go, go. uh hu yang he always said, you guys are better together. And we were all so disappointed that Sabine left Soka behind. Yes. But this time she, what do you call it again? She made up for it. She, yeah, she redeemed herself. Yeah, there redeemed herself. Yeah, for sure. Of, yeah. Yeah. And then we're not even so sure that it was the wrong decision, actually. Right? We're not even so sure right. that that it wasn't the right thing to do. Ahsoka talks about it being faded. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a whole conversation to be had there because that, I think, is was a great moment and right. one of the highlights of this episode. Yeah. So. 
yeah, yeah. but all in all again i had fun watching it but uh, i want to hear what you think and you said you were going to blow our minds so. oh i'm gonna blow your minds <laughs> i'm gonna blow your mind I, I i flat out dave filoni is i wish you could see me right now I'm 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 putting my fist into my palm mm-hmm. and I am bowing and I'm not gonna do a mic bop here but I'm gonna you know like boom bowing to the man Dave Filoni he's done it this is an amazing episode I love it I love the finale um, I was a little last episode you know I think I talked to you guys and I was like a little lackluster I'm sort of yeah. like oh my gosh what's going on there's awesome epic high moments but I wasn't really sure what was happening and I was a little disappointed because I thought okay we're just barely gonna get off this planet we're not gonna see us back in the other galaxy and we got to see that so. Uh, I'm happy, mm-hmm. and there's so many things happening that are sort of, they're they're clicking in my mind. Things yeah. are starting okay. to kind of make sense as to where uh, Mr. Filoni might be going. I love it. I think he's an absolute wizard, <laughs> and he is trained by the George Lucas. And you know, he just I, I think, and the reason I bring that up is not it doesn't delegitimize any of the other people who are like working on Star Wars mm-hmm. at all. One of the things that I think Dave Filoni does is he he legitimizes people who worked who didn't work with George Lucas, but worked on other Star Wars stories. He actually brought in Thrawn, which is a Legends character, not created by George Lucas, and said, hey, I really like that. It's not George Lucas. It it was a completely separate sort of universe. And he said, I like the character Thrawn. Let's bring him in all the way. The The fandom loves him, so boom, he brings him in. And he's continued to kind of bring in elements that fit and that that work. Those things in Legends were created by people and artists and authors and what have yous. And they had a hand in this universe. Now all Disney is doing is bringing in new people. And they're also having that same influence in creating characters and stories in the High Republic and so on. So all Dave is doing is saying, I was there with the guy who created all this. So he, proximity-wise, he, he listened to him talk day in, day out all the different meetings that they had. He yeah. understood Star Wars and what it meant, what it meant to George, and it all came from George Lucas. Like, we don't even talk about Star Wars unless jo- unless George does it, unless he actually decides to mm-hmm. do this thing. Like, it's him, right? <laughs> he's the creator. He's the father right. of it. So, all that to say, I just think he he's done an amazing job. I was so impressed with this episode, and now I'm going to switch gears and blow your mind. Okay. You ready? Can't wait. Okay. So, so many cool things. We're going to come back to the Easter eggs. Like, Ezra's got Kanan's emitter, the lightsaber. Oh, yes. That freaking, was cool. Freaking awesome. You've got the Blade of Talzin, which is a mm-hmm. awesome connection to Mace Windu and, oh. and stuff in the Clone Wars that Lottie has yet to see. And I, I told you, you're going to need to see my screen today. Like, you're going to need to see it because yeah. I'm going to go through pictures and images and whatnot. But uh, we've got tons of this th- those to go through. The main thing here, though, that I want to start with, I'm going to start with the timeline. And then we're going to yes. work into a, a potential theory. You asked me during the show, you said, um, we're watching it. We paused, we paused, and we went and got some berries and cream. And we had like a little <laughs> mid-show, like, okay, I got to gather myself because I need to be ready for right. everything that's about to happen emotionally. And you asked me, you're like, hey, when when was Ray born? Like, is mm-hmm. Ray born at this time? Because we this was maybe right towards the end of the episode, I think. Or maybe it was right after the mm-hmm. episode. And I thought, okay, great question. Um, the Ahsoka series takes place in 12 ABY. Okay. So I have it up here on the screen. And for reference, and I like to back up here with Lottie and explain to her where all the kind of uh, movies are at, and it helps her yes, it frame, helps a lot. <laughs> frame this discussion. So when I say zero BBY, that is a new hope. That is episode four, the oldest movie created. All right, that's the yeah. original, right? That is Star Wars. It wasn't even a new hope, it was just Star Wars. Um, and then uh-huh. in 3ABY, you have The Empire Strikes Back, Episode 5. Your favorite. Lottie loves that mm-hmm. one. 
Uh, no, mm-hmm. I am your father. Darth Vader says, <laughs> Luke, it's me. Okay. Uh, episode four, I'm sorry, episode six then is in 4ABY and it's called Return of the Jedi. That's my favorite movie. Right. Love that. Absolutely. Uh, Luke tosses the saber. He's like, you failed, your highness. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Right. Uh, so awesome. Now, the year after that, though, Han and Leia in that movie, they're kissing. And in Star Wars, kissing typically means intimacy yeah. to a level that is we're going to have children. OK, sort of, <laughs> right. All right. Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. But just means that they're they're together. So that happened in Return of the Jedi. A year later, Ben Solo is born. 5-A-B-Y is what we call okay. it. So A-B-Y stands for After the Battle of Yavin. All right. The Battle yeah. of Yavin happens in A New Hope. That's why it's zero. Okay. Makes so sense. It's like when it starts and Luke's on Tatooine and, you know, he's kind of complaining with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru are toasted. That's all before the Battle of Yavin. <laughs> yeah. Battle of yeah. Yavin's right at the end of the... The thing. So Ben is born uh, in five AB five ABY, which means that he is he would be, um, what would it be seven seven years old? Let me think here. Yeah, five ten. Yeah, seven. He would be seven years old. Okay. Right now, as we stand in Ahsoka. Okay. So right? in twelve ABY. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now Ray is not even born yet. Okay. Ray is born three years later, so she is born in fifteen ABY. And she is technically, so let's see, she is 10 years younger. Ben Solo, who, you know, she, if you haven't, you haven't seen this, Lottie, I have yet to really show <laughs> Lottie the sequels, but like Ray and Ben get together, okay? Yeah. They smooch, all right? Wait, they do? They kiss. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they do. And it's, I know, so spoiler. Wow. <laughs> For I got to show them to you. I have yet, I have such a terrible, um, Man, guy, everyone's just, I, I know I get people raging. Like, Ezra, you serious? You've, she's seen the sequels just like once back before you before met me. Before I had, yeah, any you know? idea. Your brother's a big Star Wars fan. Star Wars, yeah. It's it's a worldwide thing. Right. Um, once a lot, and I started talking, she said, okay, I got to catch up on Mandalorian. Where, what's, what's this guy watch? <laughs> and so she got into Mandalorian. But um, in, in the sequels, which will be, like I said, it's 30 years later, essentially. So from Return of the Jedi, it's like 30 years later. Okay. So these characters, this is all filler. So you've got episode six, and then you've got episode seven, which is The Force Awakens, which is the sequels. Mm-hmm. And all of these characters are really young. Ray is not even born yet. Yeah. Okay? Palpatine, we don't even know. He's still in the shadows somewhere. Yeah. He's still, he's supposed to be dead, but apparently he's not. And he's yeah. <laughs> he's trying to make his, you know, he's trying to come back. Uh, so thought that was interesting. Now here's yeah. another one. Jason Sindula. He yeah. is older than Ben. He yeah. is older than Ben Solo. By about four years. So actually, he would be 13, 12 or 13 years old during right, the Ahsoka okay. series. Mm-hmm. So definitely um, getting to the point where I think I mean, they take Jedi much younger than that during mm-hmm. the Clone Wars. Like they take them as babies and infants, right? Grogu is a baby back in the day. They, they take him from wherever they right. take him from. Um, Obi-Wan, when Obi-Wan was training to be a Jedi... They took him as a young boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whenever he starts to show his force abilities, they take him. Yeah. Jason is already clearly demonstrating force abilities, right? Yeah. He's already sensing a lightsaber battle that no one else can see that's actually happening in Ahsoka's mind. Yeah. So that's pretty radical. That was crazy. That's yeah. awesome. I, mean, I got chills just thinking about this. Ah, man, he's so good. Jason's so good. Yeah. And it just, he represents his father, his mother, and rebels, and he's the future of, of the whole thing. It's just awesome. So, yeah, he is, uh, like I said, 12 or 13 years old 
during the time of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. So that just sort of sets you up in terms of where all these characters are going to go. Because I know people are asking questions like, okay, so what's, you know, like, we, we still, we have Mandalorian season four mm-hmm. coming out at some point. We're probably going to have an Ahsoka uh, season two. I mean, hope so, hopefully, I don't know, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's talk that it's all going towards a big movie. And then instead of right. doing the, another but, season, yeah. they might give him a movie. But I feel like the movie's pretty far off and they might want to do another season to like mm. lead us up to a big movie. I'm not sure where this is all headed, but... Regardless, um, I know the questions are already circulating because you kind of said, you hinted at, you said, well, wait a second, how old is Ezra? And Ezra's like going back to face Thrawn, but yet he's never mentioned in the sequels. Right. So what does that mean? Right? Yeah, because the reason why I asked that question is you feel like Ezra's fate is almost tied to Thrawn's, right? And he he goes where Thrawn goes. (laughs) He does. He does. Um, yeah, but somehow Thrawn has to be taken off the chessboard again before again. all that with Ray and with, yep. Ben goes down. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we get to the sequels, so we still have um, some time. Let me see here. So four, so thirty-four ABY. It's twelve. We still have over. I mean, gosh, I, I'm terrible at math. Fifteen, <laughs> eighteen years. To fill. We still have mm. 18 years, essentially, until we get to, or more, actually, I think more. Okay. Uh, more than 18 yeah. years to get to until we have The Force Awakens. So mm. an 18-year period where, who knows what's going down. Yeah. Luke's supposed to be out there training people. He'll at some point train Ben. But this whole war with Thrawn is going to happen. Right. It is going to happen. And, like, where, what role does Ezra play? Now, here's the word, but we're going to get back to the Easter egg part here in a second. But this is full spoilers, by the way. This is Theory Land. If you don't like this kind of stuff and you're like, oh my God, Ez just nailed it on the top of the head here. Skip forward. I'm not sure how long. It might be minutes. It might be seconds. I don't know. But (laughs) what I've realized in this series, they are, Dave Filoni was around when George Lucas started talking about the Mortis gods, Mm -hmm. uh, about the father, the son, and the daughter. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes also called the brother and, and the sister. All right. Right. So they are the Mortis gods. I've told you this before. Ahsoka dies in that mm. encounter and is resurrected. Um, the the transfer of life essence is is done, and she is uh, essentially brought back to life by the daughter. Okay. Anakin is sort of the conduit and brings her back. She's even died. I mean, Ezra technically saves her. So people sometimes say, "Hey, she's died twice or whatever." Right. Yeah. Um. All right. Now at the end of this, we see. We're jumping right to the end of this episode the, the, of the finale. Hmm. Balin Skull, you saw him standing on the mountain, right yes. on that on that on that figure, and we know you can look right at him. Looks exactly like same thing out of Rebels. Like back in Rebels, the finale that you and I were watching back yeah. in the day, you and I covered Rebels. You had when you got into the gateway, when you were on Lothal, and you got into the world between worlds. <sighs> you have the father, the daughter, True. and the son, right? I. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. You're right. Right? So they're there. So you see, Dave Filoni was around for Clone Wars when George and all of them, when this is all kind of ordained and taken care of and they bring this up and it's like a really bizarre three episode arc. It doesn't make sense. It happens outside of time and space. We are not really sure what it is. It's called a conduit of the force. It's a mysterious world. Mm -hmm. Like they zap into it and then when they come back out of it, no time has passed. Like someone's calling them on the intercom and they're like, sir, General Skywalker, come in. And like when they when they then they 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 pass out as they go into Mortis. And then when they come back, you still seconds later hear someone calling, you know, 
General Kenobi, come in, sir. Can you guys hear us? And like they're still making yeah, that call. Yeah. No then, time yeah. has gone same by. Moment, yeah. yeah, same moment. So they come back out. Dave's there for that. He brings it up again in Rebels. We go to the World Between Worlds. Now we're in his new show called Ahsoka, where Ahsoka was brought back by the daughter. And she is the future of Star Wars right now. Yeah. She's on this planet. Ahsoka is on the planet, I believe, Mortis, actually. We don't know Peridia. where... It's is called that... Peridia. It's called Peridia. Yes. That You think that's where they were? I think they have stumbled across the actual place, perhaps. Wow. Uh, or, or, or something relate, strongly related to it. Because these gods, these... these um, you know, channelers, force channelers or whatever, they have an imprint on Lothal. Mm-hmm. They have an imprint on Peridia. Uh, there's there's statues of them for sure. So yeah. now they're on two different planets. Yeah. I'm not so sure in if two this... two different galaxies, yeah. In two different galaxies. And I'm not so sure if this is actually Mortis or if it's just... If, the, if Peridia is called Mortis, you know, slash whatever, or if it's just another planet where there's another connection to them. Now... Ooh. Here is uh, where we're going with this. These, this is crazy. It's been in front of me the whole time. And I know people have been speculating about this online, and I just haven't seen it because I've been staying away from it. Thrawn, it is said in this episode, he awoke the great mothers. Yes. Okay? He awoke the great However mothers. However he did that, he awoke them. Yeah. So let me ask you, what's interesting about the Mortis arc is that you have a father, mm. you have a daughter, and you have a son. But no mother. But no mother. No mother. Mm. There's never been a mother. Where is the mother? Why yeah. don't we have a mother figure in in that story? Yeah. So then you go back to legends. And some people will say, as you're crazy, they're not pulling in legends. They don't do that. They already have. Thrawn is, as a I said, a legends yeah. character. Yeah. So why wouldn't Dave Filoni also possibly bring in another legends character? I really could see him doing this. It's a character known as Abeloth. And people are like, as shut up, done. They're out. They're like, whatever. This is one of my favorite legend series of all time. Like one of my favorite book series to read. And I know that there are some uh, original Star Wars fans that were like, this is too crazy. It's too far out there, etc. Right. And this was just some author group of authors who wrote this whole crazy story. Well, Timothy Zahn was just an author that they picked to continue extending yeah. these stories. He exactly, extended yeah. mm-hmm. the stories. So they also said, hey, you guys want to go ahead and do some stuff? Go for it. And they did. And I believe what they did in the Fate of the Jedi series is they created a character known as Abeloth. Mm-hmm. And not, not a lot of people know this, but Abeloth was the mother to these to, to, to this family. Oh, wait. In the book, it actually is her? She is actually the mother. So these characters were actually created by Timothy Zahn? No, 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 no. So this is where it gets a little bit hard to understand. In Clone Wars, in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. um, Cl- Clone Wars happens, it comes out, and the Mortis arc happens with like, yeah. the father, um, the brother, and the sister, son mm-hmm. and daughter. A couple years later, right before Disney sort of bought Star Wars, yeah. there was a series called The Fate of the Jedi, or Fate of the Jedi. Okay. And what they did, so Clone Wars had already came out, and they made a series, they made a book series, where they described this person, okay. Abeloth. They described that person. And so that person was created. I have to look up. It was a series of authors, I think. I think they all kind of wrote like, it's like 10, 10, yeah, eight okay. books or something like that. She looks a little creepy. Sorry. She's <laughs> creepy. She is scary. But her story here, you have the great mothers. Mm-hmm. You have the great mothers on this and planet. And they look creepy too. Right. And you have a, you have the father pointing. 
Mm. He's pointing towards something, right? You also have the brother or the son uh, as, as a statue just to the left or, or whatever, just to the side of the father. The statue that's missing is the daughter. Mm-hmm. The daughter has been destroyed. And the daughter is actually reanimating Ahsoka. Right. Now, the father, I believe, is pointing towards the mother's prison. I think he's pointing towards the mother's prison, which is Abeloth. In those stories, oh, Abeloth okay. was, she originally came to their planet and she was mortal. She yeah. was not, she, she was not immortal. She, she was not a god. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just took care of them. She actually kept the, the daughter and the son from warring against one yeah. another. And this is nuts. And it's absolutely crazy. So she is uh, self-styled as the beloved queen of the stars, also known as the bringer of chaos, was an extremely powerful force entity. Her dark side powers and immortality derived from her being corrupted by drinking from the font of power and bathing in the pool of knowledge. Whoa. So she first lived as a servant, a mortal woman who served the powerful ones. Uh, this was over 100,000 years before the Battle of Yavin. Throughout her life, she became the mother. She kept the peace between the father's warring son and daughter and yeah. became a loving mother uh, and a loving member of the family. Uh, unfortunately, she was still mortal. She grew old while the father and their and his children lived on. So she mm-hmm. feared that she would yeah. lose this family that she had. And so she, in a desperate attempt, she goes and she drinks from the font of power and she bathes in the pool of knowledge. And those actions corrupted her and they transformed the mother into a twisted, immortal entity known as Abeloth. So the mother, what happened was she became evil. Yeah. The father, the son, and the daughter had to imprison their own mother Hmm. because she became so corrupt, so evil, just chaos, destruction. Now, what is Balin Skull I was trying just to do? Thinking that it sounds like he's after the fawn of power and the po- pool of knowledge, <laughs> something like it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now go back to your analogy of the Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord, or the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I got it right this time. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, the Narnia connection to Peridia is that the White Witch in in the Narnia story is perhaps Abeloth in this story, and Whoa. Balin is a wayward son of the Jedi, just like Edmund, a wayward yeah. son, who travels to possibly Abeloth's <gasps> cell and unleashes her or gives her knowledge or power for her to kind of corrupt. Now, people, the article you read, there was a Screen Rant article that sort of yeah. said, well, it's the opposite. Now, these um, travelers have come through the wardrobe and they've basically freed this world of, of evil. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. There's, there's still an evil presence on this world and oh, Balin yeah. is seeking that presence. Mm-hmm. And Shin is also just Shin chilling out. Shin is still out. around. Right. Yeah. She didn't leave. She didn't go anywhere. I knew she wasn't. So this is all fascinating and, and totally connected. And I won't be surprised if Lucasfilm like reaches out to me and says, hey, uh, can you take that episode down? Because you <laughs> basically touched on everything that we're talking about here and where we're going. And again, I have to go back to people who say they would not bring Abeloth into this whole thing. They absolutely would. They almost did in uh-huh. Rise of Skywalker. Instead of bringing oh. Palpatine back, they almost brought in uh, the son, the brother. They almost decided to do that. Now, some people say, hey, Ez, hold on. In that arc, in the Mortis arc, those entities died and they're not really alive anymore. I would say not so. I would okay. say we don't know that for sure. So when you go back and you watch those those things, it's all happening outside of time and space and yeah. it's really hard yeah. to understand. And then if was it real because Ahsoka is alive and Ahsoka's seeing like... 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Morai, the bird, uh, flying around all the time, and it's just... Oh, yeah, Morai was here in this right. episode, too. Looked yeah. like some sort of bird was, was there. Oh, you don't think it was Morai? I don't know if it was or not. If it's just, I mean, who knows? It's sort yeah. of like a spirit guide, right? So Crazy. Just a lot of crazy connections. I just wanted to throw it out there, and sorry if that spoiled some stuff for people or whatever. But like Fate of the Jedi, some of this legend stuff has been out for years, and I'm yeah. all, I've always encouraged people to go read it. And I've always, I've never really liked okay. the idea that people are like, "Well, we need to dismiss that and move on," and we're bringing new people in to write these stories. Those people did such a great job back in the day, and yeah. and they they made amazing characters that people love. If it fits and it works, and you need a new character, why not? Why not go and and bring that? Yeah, people who read the series they would love it. Yeah, yeah. If you need that mechanism, mm-hmm. or if that's a, so, Dave Filoni appreciated Thrawn. He appreciated the character of Thrawn, which he you know he didn't create. George Lucas didn't create. It was an author named yeah. Timothy Zahn, and then these other authors go out and they create Abeloth. They create this character. Hey, pretty cool <laughs> character. Pretty yeah. cool connection, actually. Too. And I don't know if they did any research or talked with Dave on that. Mm-hmm. Like, did he give them some tidbits and he said, hey, you know what? Actually, for that Luke Skywalker series that you're doing, The Fate of the Jedi, why don't you have them face a really powerful boss? Like, mm-hmm. the Emperor can't come back, but why don't you have them face this, like, like force god that none of them can, yeah. can take on? And they have to ally with the Sith, actually, and, to I defeat mean, her. The connection to that family is already there with Ezra and the world between worlds and everything they did in Rebels. Yeah, yeah for sure. I would love to go into the next season having read the books that you mentioned oh we're going to now <laughs> no i i full-on once i started seeing this and i kept hearing the the reference to mother and, and resurrection and that thrawn woke the mother the mothers from this sleep and then he brought them back into this galaxy like you know even if it's not truly even if it's not truly uh connected to abeloth but the mm-hmm. mothers if the grant if the great mothers represent some sort of form yeah. of abeloth and they're 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 kind of controlling or they're they're connected in some way to this mortis arc. I, I still think that's cool because you've always had the Night Sisters there, and you've always had Mother Talzin. You, mm-hmm. Mother Talzin, by the way, the blade of Talzin was mentioned in this episode. That's what Morgan Elsbeth is yeah. is wielding, um, which is a Dathomiri witch uh, who fights in the Clone Wars and who fights uh, resurrects. I mean, lots of people and is is nuts and even fights Mace Windu with the blade of Talzin. So, wow. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Do wow. you think? Do you think Dathomir is also somehow connected to this whole ar- the Mortis gods arc? Maybe, like you said, Peridia might be connected, mm-hmm. just as um, Lothal is. Mm-hmm. Maybe another one is. Well, for sure, for sure. I, I, I actually we may just not have seen symbolism yet associated with it. Like mm-hmm. if you go to Lothal, there's no connection whatsoever until you raise the Jedi Temple that there are these drawings. Yeah. Right, they sort of show you that Ezra moves with the Force and that they use to kind of enter the world between worlds, guarding a special gateway. So on Dathomir, maybe we've just not seen it yet. Maybe there's mm-hmm. a hidden temple or a place where in which um, we haven't, uh, where we haven't ventured quite yeah. yet. By the way, too, the, it's a red planet, yeah. and you notice how they wear the red garb, yeah. right? The the Dathomir <laughs> witches. So it's just really kind of cool. It's the yeah. only red is their re- color. <laughs> I think it's the only red planet that I know of. Like it's a really, mm. very, very 
Well, yeah. Morgan was definitely so devoted to her home planet that she said instead of to the Empire, she said or for the not not for the Empire, but for for Dathomir. Yes, when Thrawn once Thrawn was out of mm-hmm, sight, mm-hmm. out of earshot. Earshot. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's kind of a big deal because that's what she did it for. She's mm-hmm. she's dedicated to these great mothers who are yeah. looking to bring. I think she understands or understood what was going on, what their cause was, and what they were trying to bring forward. By the way, an amazing actress, an amazing character. Love that character, even though she's a she's a baddie. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's she, she's awesome. She's yeah. in there fighting. You were like, hey, does she even fight with the sword? I'm like, absolutely. Oh, and then she fought Ahsoka. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it, 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 and just, Ahsoka needed Sabine's help to, to win, it looked like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, she, she also is like... I guess it was season two of Mandalorian. She fights Ahsoka for a second, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, yeah, so she's she's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. But um, yeah, she is. Let me see. So Diana Lee, um, she let's see, isn't she? She's somehow connected, I believe, like to Bruce Lee, oh. or is like the goddaughter, goddaughter maybe or something. I'm trying to read up on it real quick. I I knew she was connected to Bruce Lee. I wasn't exactly sure how, but I mean, just awesome that she has this background in yeah. martial arts and stuff. And just she goes off, absolutely yeah. goes off. And I thought it was sick, just a sick fight between her and Ahsoka. Super cool. All the magic stuff that goes down with the Night Sisters is fascinating. It is, you know. So we have zombies. We have zombies now in Star yeah. Wars that were, you know, the the <laughs> Thrawn. I require great mothers. I require your assistance, you know, uh, your aid once again. And, and they raise the freaking stormtroopers and they start shooting back. It's just Yeah. And you still wonder nuts. who's who's Enoch or yeah. that guy. Right. You know, is he a zombie too or just a right. regular right. guy? <laughs> and, and apparently he asked for volunteers. You know, Thrawn didn't like force these guys to yeah. do this, but he said, hey, this is what's going down. They are radical. This is a radical group. This group that is around Thrawn, they are chanting his name yeah. there it's uh, like for they're all saying like for him for him like they're all like really putting him forward as their mm-hmm. leader and they're rallying around him that's why he's the heir to the empire yeah right he's the heir. Uh, he is he's he's it man he's like he keeps saying for the empire mm-hmm. but they're all like for thrawn there he is there like when you read the books and you understand who thrawn is he has such respect and captain pelion who is in that shadow council that we saw in mandalorian mm-hmm. we remember uh, Moff Gideon shows up and they're all talking about we need some new leadership right. around here. Where's Thrawn? Yeah, was, where, where is yeah. your Thrawn? And so here he is. Here he is, by the way. He came <laughs> back and he's at Dathomir and he's starting up with some crazy magic Dathomiri witch cult thing yep. on Dathomir and he's going to he's going to bring it. He's going to bring it in a way that um, I I hope this is this is crazy. I think what Star Wars needs is like an Empire Strikes Back moment, but, like, multiple seasons of The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Like, straight up, like, Thrawn just wrecking people. And it's looking like there is no hope here. Yeah. There's no hope. And I don't know. Um, I, it could even be, you know, it could even be that if Balin wakes something on this planet, if he wakes the mother or some great power, because it's not over yet, right? He's still seeking some power. Right. And, uh, gosh, Ray Stevenson, too. What a great actor and a yeah. great, great character. And I just, man, I love, I, uh, I've i never in one season been so drawn to a character. And I, I'm just shocked. 
I'm honestly shy. As I was watching the whole thing, I'm just like sad and I'm just, I'm rooting for Mm -hmm. a really creative way to honor his memory going forward and do something because he absolutely knocked it out of the park. And that's why I think his apprentice Shin has got to stick around in Star Wars for a long time. I feel like that actress knows it. She wants to, and she is going to be a baddie turned good or something. And I don't know what they're going to do. That's all Mm -hmm. theories and speculations for like Ahsoka season two or whatever. But he is awesome. He's looking forward and he sees, he can see a glowing in the temple, almost like a beam of light. And then and the father's pointing right at it. And he's on the father's arm on that statue looking yeah. in that direction. And in the Mortis arc, by the way, that same temple-like structure has a beam of white light shooting directly up into the air. It looks exactly like it almost. Yeah. So that that's what's making everyone think, like, is this Mortis or is this like, is this the actual place or... I mean, it's Peridia, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. like, it, it, what is it? It's it, Anyway, I don't know. Um, yeah, great. Okay, let me go back to some of my other, other points here and uh, chime in whenever you want to. Because Sabine has the force. Oh, yeah. And she knows it now. She Big absolutely time. trusted in herself and her abilities. Yeah. And said, I mean, Ezra would have flat out fallen down and be probably yeah, dead. Dead. Yes. So she said, no. Nope, she had yep, to. Yep. Right. And I thought it was a little, just because I know people were like, okay, as you're geeking out over everything, you're a total fanboy. But I did say, like, there, the music came in when she got her lightsaber. Like, she summoned her lightsaber. Yeah. And then she ignites it right. and takes down, like, the, the trooper. It, uh, I wish it would have came in a more, it was an epic moment, but I just felt like it wasn't as epic as I wanted it to be. But okay. Also, I have a high bar. and I, I love Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, but it was great. It, and also, as they're riding into the temple, they're both like, they all three have their hands out, and they're definitely all using the force to try to keep that. Right. And even before that, open. Ahsoka says, help, you know, when they're pushing the door open, mm-hmm. when they're on their way to, to the tower or ship or whatever, yeah. she tells Sabine to help. So she knows. She has it. And she mentioned something. Do yeah. you remember when Ahsoka says, uh, Sabine? No, it was, it was um, what's his name? Balin? No, um, her droid. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. He said something uh, that Sabine, she was scared that Sabine. Oh, yes. Sabine's power. Right. That she would go dark. Because Ezra yeah. asked, Ezra asked what, hey, what's up between them, the, the, those two? Yeah. And she was afraid to continue training Sabine because of the loss of her family right. and Mandalore. And she was worried that she would, um, that she would tap into her potential or whatever. Yeah. So I she don't know the exact wording, more. but yeah more potential more power than sabine herself and she probably didn't tell her right she's she's been a little bit nervous or afraid of that and hu yang knows that and he he, he knows the history on them yeah. and so filled us in very quickly like hey that was a dark time for her mm-hmm. and to train her to continue training her there uh she would have sought revenge she would have used the force and the dark side for or i'm sorry yeah the power of the force in a way that ahsoka didn't think was good for her right she might have gone off and challenged moff yeah. gideon and actually just sought revenge and that revenge is not the Jedi way. Right. That's she, not the light side. That's the dark side. Ahsoka always tells her, train your mind, train your body. It's not mm-hmm. about wielding a lightsaber. Yeah. And I can, because I can, I mean, can't you like see Sabine using dark, dark force or dark side oh, power? Yeah. Cause she's a little. Oh yeah. She's, she's got some intel. Like describe it. Um, she's a little edgy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean she and she also at one point worked for the Imperial Academy. She she created very bad, dangerous weapons. She's curious. Yeah. She's she she's very smart, very intelligent but and sometimes can't really hold in her emotions and control. She's emotional. Them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Very and impulsive. Yep, yep. And so, so. you I think yeah, <laughs> she needs to she needed time to grow and she needed to get beyond 
uh, and heal a little bit from from the tragedy that befell her people. Maybe Ahsoka this whole time was also was not afraid that she would end up like her master, but that she would train someone who then would end up like Anakin. You I know? mean, maybe, maybe yeah. that is she. She's again, yeah. Regardless whether it's her or her her Padawan or whoever, she's been her experience is is that the greatest Jedi, one of yeah. the greatest Jedi of all time, it fell to the dark side. Was her master? Yeah. She feels like is that darkness in me. And even if it's not me turning to the dark side, is it leeching out of me mm-hmm. and into my Padawan, maybe? Yeah. And then she has the wherewithal to say, it's just too dangerous. Um, Kanan struggles with, like, training Ezra. And right. is Ezra giving in to, you know, what was... At one point, he almost... He leans into the dark side a little bit. Yeah. But he kind of overcame his temptation of, of the dark side. I feel like all of them, all of the Jedi and those given power yeah. are, are tempted to do something with it right all of them have lost their loved ones at some point yeah i mean anakin has ezra has sabine has now yep yep and ahsoka has never seen her family again right since we saw tales of the jedi we don't really know what happened to her family for for her her loss is really her her master um, yeah absolutely yeah true who who, yeah yeah, who she loves and then and then the and then the rebels crew she gets close to and stuff and so yeah it's um yeah, all of them do, but they all have this opportunity to mm-hmm. to walk the path of the Jedi or walk the path of the light side, and yeah. and uh, they're definitely tempted by the dark side for sure. Yeah. So, just a cool daggone episode. <laughs> like the fact that they turn Morgan into, you know, I know full fledged like witch, right crazy. there, crazy. It was and just crazy. She meets her master. I mean, you know, her Sabine and and Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, that fight was was sick. I mean, Thrawn asking her to kind of stay behind was like you're like, whoa, that was it's wild that yeah, she does knew. that. Yeah, but he knew. He t- probably didn't. It it even troubled him. If you look at his chance. eyes, I feel like it troubles him a yeah, little bit. A little too. bit. Yes, he is not as ruthless Mm-mm. as Palpatine or or Darth Vader. No, he doesn't want people to die unnecessarily. Yeah, like he he really is just sort of like you know. But he also knows not to underestimate Ahsoka. The yeah. whole time he's like bombard them, send yeah. everything we yeah. have. Um, he's like, I need people to stop him, stall him. I can't right. let her get on this ship. And by focusing so much on her, he forgot about her he apprentice yep. and Ezra, right? Yep. And that, that he snuck aboard the ship. And by the way, you pointed out before I, you were like, that's classic Ezra right there. He picked up the, <laughs> the when he gets on uh, yeah. his ship, he's instantly like, hey, thanks, you know, Roger, copy that. And then he <laughs> pulls him off and he puts on the, the Stormtrooper costume yeah. uh, or outfit, you know, and then, uh, yeah, we'll see him <laughs> with Hera later, but... Great. Action-packed, lots of cool stuff, and it really, like, like leading up to when Thrawn takes off, like, it's all seamless. It's all this just, like, boom, 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 lots of build all the way up to when he basically tells Ahsoka, hey, you lost, I won the day, and it's over, and he shoots off back into, back home, essentially, and he goes to Dathomir. Then you get all these different, just, like, jumps, kind of quick, not quick cuts, but this resolution that happens in the last five to eight minutes or something. Where we learn about Balin, where we learn about um, Sabine and her, uh, Sabine and Ahsoka staying on on the planet. What do you think so. of Shin and her weird gesture that she does when she comes back into the camp of those? Yeah. Um, what do they call? So she had an opportunity. Shin is is very interesting. She had an opportunity. Um, and by the way, just for Lottie, I have this pulled up here. You can mm-hmm. clearly see the you can see the father, you can see the brother, yeah, and you see where the daughter should be, yeah, and she's gone. Yep completely missing um but yeah shin uh is is interesting because she was given the chance to go join this new empire go back yeah. she, she left well ahead of all of them 
and she even had a mount, I believe, or no, did she, or did she not, I'm not sure, maybe she didn't, but still, I guess maybe, no, she did, because when she goes in, she's on a mount, she yeah, at some she point is. finds yep. a mount, and so she could have ridden back there, because Ahsoka and Ezra use a mount to kind of, right. you know, roll in, They the, the TIE fighters so, yeah. attack them, and stuff, so it feels, feels like she had time to go, yeah, for sure. and join back up with Thrawn, and say, I pledge my sword to you, and I want to go back home, and be a part of this new empire yeah. like Balin wanted her to, but she chooses not to. No, and at no point in time it felt like she was really devoted to those guys. And neither were they asking where she was. I mean, maybe she did, they did off camera. Yeah, yeah. Airport, yeah. off camera. But um, it didn't seem like they were really very concerned about no, Balin Jin at all. They did their part, and now they can right. do whatever they want. I don't think Thrawn uh, trusts Jedi at all. But yeah. But my question for you is why do you think Shin stayed? I mean, one is what you just said, which is that like, well, she didn't have a place with them. She didn't feel any connection yeah. to them. But do you think she, do you think she at all her, stayed to... Yeah, her connection to Balin was definitely greater. And I, I don't think she expected him, definitely not, to leave her. Yeah. And I don't think she's ready yet. So she wanted to stick around. And also something probably in her... Mm, she's very interested in Ezra, right? And, and, and oh, Sabine. Yeah. and. She doesn't really know yet what what she wants to do or what she mm-hmm. where she wants to go. Yeah, do do you think she's ever encountered other force users? And this is this is that might no be answer. the reason. Yeah, right. Yeah, if she hasn't, that would be the reason why. Because they're more like her than the witches or Thrawn or anyone. Yes, they can't really understand her right. powers and what she feels. Yeah, look at every single time she says or uh, she looks at at Morgan Elsbeth or the witches. She's yeah, like, witchcraft. It's like yeah. It just is like bile in her mouth. She just can't, ugh, like mm-hmm. it's it's bad. And so she is, yes, her master is still here. He's wishing her well, but going on to a different journey. She was offered a chance to go with them. And I think she'll try to redeem her master. I think mm-hmm. she'll, she'll at some point be like, hey, I, you know, turn him back or see the chaos that he's bringing and unleashing and saying like, no, you're bringing an end to everything. All everyone's, you know, hopes and dreams and future. And, and he's, he wants complete destruction and chaos and so (laughs) i think she'll be out on that i think she's gonna try to bring him back but understand that and and she'll be the one most emotionally connected to him and say especially if we start to really like her and it's like that was her master yeah he's not that bad of a guy but he just can't see any way forward she would definitely have a connection then to ahsoka you know losing a master to the complete dark side yeah if if that's where balen goes i don't know right yeah yeah, we're not really sure still with with that, but I just think it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. So this episode, lots of questions. Still, we don't know what is. So when they get back to Dathomir, the the Great Mothers are there and they're unloading the cargo. We don't know what's in that cargo, and it's still anybody's guess. It could just be. You oh, know, you don't think it's uh, more troopers they're going to bring to life? These right here. Yeah, they they pulled them from that. So they awoke. Remember, Thrawn awoke the Great Mothers. Yeah. From that place, right? And wh- when he said that they wanted to pull these these uh, ca- these uh, I don't know containers up, mm-hmm. he pulled the cargo from. I feel like he pulled it from what was already there, not his forces. I don't think these are his men. Oh, okay. Do you think they are? You think they're maybe his men who died, and he's going to use them to reanimate, or they're going to? You, I, I'm just. An army of the dead? Thinking Could be. because you said they look like caskets and that's where I'm going from. Well, and I was thinking that like that that uh, temple there with because the, these mothers were must have been in caskets or tombs or something. 
he awoke the great mothers. Oh, you think there's more of them in there? Well, not mo- <laughs> not more of them, but maybe more um, of of their kind or something. You know, perhaps. <laughs> so, don't know. It's possible. You know who could be among them? Who? Another person from Darth Me. Oh, Darth Maul. That'd be crazy. That'd be wild. <laughs> I hope not. No, <laughs> but, no uh, I think that'd be crazy. People would not like it. No. So, and the rest of this is just, I mean, they're kind of staring and they're looking, um, they're looking off into the distance and Sabine feels a presence, right? Remember that? So oh, right yeah, at the very yeah, end, the ending, yep. Yeah, she feels a presence and we see um, Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> Force Ghost, Anakin Skywalker. Do you so. think there's only, so do only Jedi have Force Ghosts or do Sith have Force Ghosts too? Just the Jedi. So that's why Darth Vader will never show up as a Force ghost. It's yeah, always. no, no. It's it, he. And again, so if Anakin would have stayed, you know, as a dark sider, mm-hmm. then he in, as Darth Vader, then and he wouldn't. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, and he, if he dies on the dark side, then he doesn't come back as a Force ghost. Yeah, you he, have to be on the light yeah. side to come back. He dies so. as Anakin. He doesn't really. Die. I mean, da- he. Yeah, he dies as Anakin. Air quote ca- kills. Redeemed. Yeah, Darth Vader before he actually dies. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Just uh, interesting. That's our rant. That's sort of our, our rundown on it. Ezra is home and uh, we are we're good. Right. That was the mission to bring wow. him back and mission accomplished. <laughs> so Ahsoka does sort of seem to say, you know, Ezra's where he needs to be and then that yeah. they are where they need to be right. as well. So, so what does that mean? We're not sure, but we've got some got some crazy dude here running around <laughs> looking for something to do with the father and, yeah. and the mortis gods bigger than we than, than we ever thought so okay hey uh friends if you guys have thoughts and theories please uh we have nothing now no no ahsoka uh, you know episode nine or whatever it's just has, yeah. has it only been seven weeks yeah it's crazy First right two episodes and then did we get two? no it was yeah seven two weeks, right away yeah 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 eight episodes yep wild um, wild so um, if you have thoughts, theories, we'd love to have them, and we need content for next week, so <laughs> I would love to read your guys' transmissions. We got nothing uh, other than just my own crazy ramblings and, and thoughts. Uh, well, eventually in the future, we're going to get back to maybe looking back at Rebels, looking at Clone Wars, um, looking at different topics that kind of come up, and we'll continue the discussion as always. But uh, yeah, we've been listening, by the way, to some of the High Republic. I think we're going to be listening to the Fate of the Jedi series now. And we'll be bringing you more content there. But I would love to get your guys' thoughts on the finale because it's a big deal. I'll do a whole episode dedicated to to your transmissions and messages, and we'll kind of kind of go from there. Theories, things, uh, hidden Easter eggs, stuff I missed, um, things I got wrong this episode, whatever it may be. Please let me know. Send those to Star Wars Hangout seventy seven at gmail dot com or Star Wars Hangout seventy seven at Instagram or Womprat underscore two M. Uh, just hit up the old personal Instagram there and let me know what you're thinking because I uh, love to converse with folks in Star Wars. So, all right. Uh, that is all, friends. Thank you guys so much. And as always, may the Force be with you. With you.